Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Wednesday, the 27th, the day before Thanksgiving in the U.S., and what a day to talk about gratitude. What a day. It's the day before the day that we are being grateful. And I know that sometimes being grateful for things kind of runs away from us because we get so busy and so tied up in details or stress or pressure or running or what am I going to do next that we forget that we have helpers, helpers, mental adjustment type helpers, things that take our mind and feed it really, really good food. Being grateful, when I will tell somebody who's complaining a string of complaints, what do you like about your life? They have to stop and think about it. And I'm like, wait a second. You've got this all backwards. There is always good that's going to exist in our lives. And we know it. And then we discount it and we focus on what isn't so great. And we want to tell you why it isn't so great and how everybody in the world hurt them, left them, made them feel alone, did this, did that to them. When those people they're talking about are out living their lives and don't even know that you've created that whole scenario about them. But reminding ourselves to feel grateful is one of the best things that any of us can do for ourselves. There is a great benefit to understanding why. Because this one is not a hard adjustment to make. It's just, again, going back to awareness. So you're in a relationship and you wonder why you're thinking things about your partner that make you feel frustrated about them, make you feel like, you want to be mad at them if they don't do a little thing or if they leave a sock on the floor. And now you're like, God, I'm so tired of them leaving their sock on the floor. I mean, it's a sock on a floor. And you could say, hey, you know what? I'm happy I have a floor to put a sock on. And I will let him or her know that, you know what? It just makes me feel so much better when there's just nothing on the floor. And I can't control your stuff because I'm not micromanaging you. But that's a small thing that goes a long way. And just let that be known. Instead of you always dot, dot, dot. Because that doesn't bring anybody closer. But what happens when you are grateful for your partner? or are grateful just to your own things in life so that you can be grateful for your partner. 
is focusing on your reasons for focusing on what's working. Because what happens is it not only puts you in a better mood, it puts the entire relationship in a better mood. It gives the relationship an optimistic energy. And then when you exchange that energy, you can choose to look at the stuff that makes you mad or or you feel like raises your blood pressure and all of that. But there's something more to it. It's a self, it's like a reinforcement. It's a cycle of reinforcement, a cycle of exchanging self-reinforcing energy between the two of you. It reinforces things like, wow, we both made a good choice to be together. Wow, look at all we've done together. Instead of, I'm really tired of her doing that. Or rolling their eyes. Or not being part of the relationship, but still being there. Not paying attention fully, but still being there. Because when somebody says something as simple as thank you for picking up those groceries on the way home. Thank you for taking out the trash. It's not about the trash. It's about appreciation. Because when we are grateful for things, we understand that the other person's efforts are positive no matter what they are. But when we live together or we are together and we don't acknowledge those little things, what happens to those little things? They go away or they're done with contempt. There was a couple that one night realized And had no clue how it happened. And all they could say was, when did we stop kissing each other goodnight? And that's something, you know, people say, oh, you just fell asleep and you guys are so close, you don't need to do that or whatever that is. But it's a connection. It's a reinforcement. It's a thank you for being in my life. It's a, I care about you even though I'm dead tired. Gratitude isn't just standing there going, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that. Oh, wow, I'm grateful for a lot of things. And then you go on to something else. You don't pay attention. Gratitude in action will take an average normal relationship and give it wings. You both will become, and I know this is a funny way to put it, but you will both become more popular to each other because we are all attracted to happy. We're all attracted to positive. 
if you know you're going to go to your partner and they are going to be in a good mood, what do you do? You go and you're in a good mood. And the things you choose to talk about are different. Your outlook on what to do with those things is different. And all of a sudden, complaining kind of feels out of place because you know better. We all know better when it comes to complaining, but sometimes we just have to do it. But when people are feeling more positive, complaining feels out of place because the happiness is contagious. Like that bag of chips, you just can't have one. You just keep going. We tend to gravitate. The minute I know <laughs> that someone's not in a good mood, I'm like, okay, I'll see you later and I'll come back. And they'll be like, oh, no, no, don't go. And I'm like, yep, I need to go. Because now I'm on this roll, I'm getting things done, and I still have half of a day left, then I have a lot to do. And if I sit down and talk about everything that's not working, it's going to slow me down. It's going to make me want to push off what I was doing. If I sit and listen, my whole energy changes. And if somebody has a string of complaints, those complaints are theirs. They're not mine. I do not need to adopt them. Because the way I look at it, at least one of the two of us can keep the day going. And it may raise or rise the energy in our home because the other one who wants to complain maybe says, oh, you know what, let me get this done or let me get that done. And all of a sudden the complaints dissipate. Complaining is easy, but it's not beneficial. Gratitude is easy, and it is beneficial. So we have to hold ourselves accountable to the choices that we make. Because gratitude not only puts you in a better mood, creates a positive outlook but it makes us more resilient. No matter what happens, you are going to deal with it better, cleaner, faster. You have a better sense of what really matters. It's an amazing fix. of just knowing that your brain can look at the good, the bad, and the ugly and understand what works, what doesn't, and say, I've made this choice. I make it every day. That perspective, that sense of perspective, let's say you are in that mindset and you run into a difficult coworker. You've seen your, your partner, you guys have had a great morning, you go to work and somebody acts off or does something that isn't okay. You will handle those frustrations with way more wisdom 
if you're already happy going in. Our relationships, every single relationship that we have had had, had had in our past or will have in our future, will attract people from where we are. And with our partners, it will attract them to us over and over again because we all attract to happiness. And I don't mean like off the charts happiness because happiness is actually a very quiet undertaking because the happier we are, we get this warm, quiet, content feeling that says whatever I am faced with, no matter how hard it is, I know that I will do my best because I'm doing my best right now. And I know that I'm doing my best right now. So you get that coworker, the biggest deal, the biggest change when you see gratitude is when something's off, it looks more off to you. Because now it's an energy you're not participating in regularly. So when you see it, you're like, oh, wow. And if you don't have to deal with it, you don't. But if you do, you will approach it with more wisdom. And that wisdom will lead the other person with, well, this is the best way to handle this. And that's all I've got instead of standing there and belaboring the point, because then that person will rise. And in a relationship, it's the same thing. If your partner is having a day where they want to complain and they want to argue and they need, um, I want to say, an emotional punching bag, and they come to you, you can say things like, wow, that really upset you, meaning... It's not going to upset me. I get that you are upset. I get that you are not feeling very happy right now. Is there anything I can do to help you with this situation? Or do you just need time? Because that way it separates that energy and it helps the other person rise. And that's where your relationship will change. If you both get into the griping war of how bad your boss is, of how crazy the kids are, of how one of the mother-in-laws or father-in-laws is causing trouble, you're both going to get on the same side of a negative rant. But if somebody else says, you know what, your mom did whatever and it really upset me, you can say, I'm sorry, I upset, she upset you. I cannot control her actions. Maybe it's something we want to talk to her about so it doesn't happen again. Or maybe we can change our behavior in a way that doesn't allow that to be part of the mix of what we receive from her. And then you go on. And you can even say things like, did we talk about this enough? Do you feel like we solved this? You at least feel better for now. Instead of saying things like, God, I'm so tired of her doing that. 
Did she do it again? Yes, she did it again. And then you guys go off on the mother-in-law together. And then the next time you see her, you both look at each other. She starts to feel strange. Everyone's asking if you're okay. Everyone's saying they are okay when they're not. And that's where it goes. The offer of doing this show today is that a lot of people are going to see their families tomorrow. And how you feel with each other, how you deal with each other, that's your walking billboard. No one can hide that under an umbrella. You can't. It's always seen. But that gratefulness, not only does it produce more wisdom in how you speak to each other, how you understand what's your partner's and what's yours, how not to let you both think where the stronger one might say, oh, you know what, I'm not emotionally involved in that, and I think I can help the situation. But being more generous is huge because being more generous means that you will give your partner more time when they need it and not feel like they're infringing on your day stopping your flow, because anything positive will keep everything positive going. If you guys get used to that energy exchange of just knowing that you guys are solvers, you're just solvers, that reinforcing cycle continues, because now if you go to the other person over time, you're going to know you're not going to get into a complaining fest that you're going to listen to them or they're going to listen to you. And most of the time, that's all you need. There's times where I have gone and said, I don't really need a solution right now, but can I talk this out so that maybe I can organize it in my own mind? All I needed was a sounding board. Let me run this by you. Tell me what you think. Now I'm asking for a response. But that takes so much pressure off of our partners. To just tell them what you need. Instead of you go and you tell them everything and they're being very generous with their time. And then they do give you a solution, but you didn't ask for one. And then you say, oh, no, no, I just needed to talk it out, but thank you. Then the other person feels like it didn't matter. But if you tell them from the onset, I just need to talk this through, somehow it's all scrambled in my mind, then you're done. It takes so much pressure off of the other person having to feel like they have to help you or save you in some way to just saying, I'm glad I could help. I'm glad I could listen. Having that kind of self-awareness, that will give your relationship what a relationship is supposed to do, and that's positive exchanges. In the beginning of people meeting each other, It's all positive exchanges because you're like, oh, wow, this is great. I can talk to this person. 
I can spend all day with them. It keeps that feeling going. It keeps that energy reinforcing that the two of you made a good choice. And honestly, that goes a long way. When I hear men, more than women, say, I feel stuck. Women keep trying to fix things. Men don't have that same kind of multi-mental tasking feature. They feel stuck and they try to put up and they kind of hold off for, you know, a happier moment or day. And then they start collecting those happy moments. But when they tell me that, and I say, why do you feel stuck? And they say, well, you know, she does everything. I don't really feel part of the relationship. She makes all the decisions. We go everywhere she wants to go. I've learned not to kind of oppose. I've learned not to drop my opinion into the conversation. I don't want to get her mad. I don't want to get her upset. So their way of having a positive relationship was just to be a figurehead in the relationship. Then they realized that they're not feeling anything anymore because it's hard to just be a couch in a relationship where you're there, but nobody wants to hear you. They barely interact with you. They don't even complain to you anymore. So I would tell them, go out to a nice place. You plan it. You choose it. You surprise her. And when you're there, talk about how you would love to be a bigger part of the life that the two of you have together. Because you love her and you miss her even though you see her every day. Tell her that you want to plan fun things for the two of you to do. Because in a way, you're reintroducing the courtship part of the relationship back to the relationship. Having gratitude for our relationships is nurturing them, is taking care of them. Gratitude isn't a list. It's an action. It's, it's what we do. Because if we do those things, those are the things that before we have a relationship, we fantasize about having in a relationship. And then we get the relationship and we're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's not my fantasy. Well, nothing is a fantasy, is it? That's why things are fantasies. Everyone's perfect in them. They do exactly what we want them to do. And it's done. They don't have any say in it. It's our fantasy. They may not ever even know what our fantasy was of what a relationship looks like. But we can create that because we know what it looks like. And it's it's really up to us how you feel about yourself and what you are grateful for includes your partner. So if you're neglecting your partner, 
think of all the other things you're neglecting because that's only one more example of who you are, how you behave. You tell your kids you love them or not. Some people tell them but don't spend time with them. Talk to those kids. They'll tell you, yeah, they always tell me they love me, but I never see my mom. I never see my dad. They never have time. They rush me through everything. Those kids don't feel loved because love did not mean togetherness to them. And that's true for every relationship we have. The best part of gratitude, just like anything else, we will live longer. We'll live a longer, healthier life. There were even studies that like divided older people into happy, unhappy, or in-between categories and tracked them for like five years. More of the unhappy group died than either of the other two. Think about that. This is in older people into happy, unhappy, and in between. And more of the unhappy group died than either of the other two. And once the researchers controlled for age and chronic illness and depression and healthy or unhealthy behaviors, such as just even something as simple as getting regular exercise, they found that happy people were less likely to die than unhappy ones. Gratitude not only makes our life more enjoyable, it actually gives us more life. So let's take that thought a step further. The research says, we say, ah, no brainer, of course happy people are gonna live longer. But they did a study at City of Hope in Duarte, California, which is one of the largest cancer centers in our country. And they have little cottages around the hospital. So if you come from another country for treatment, your family can come with you and live with you there while you are getting treated. And they did a study of all of their patients. And they did a study because they wanted to fund a hospital that only dealt and focused on emotional outreach to patients. They found that when a patient was visited by others, believed in something, it didn't matter what they believed in, but believed in something bigger than life, they tended to heal differently. And in most cases, they actually tended to heal. Then people who were not visited, did not believe, did not care, and just sat there and held their breath and waited till they left. So then they started and opened and funded, based on that research, a whole wing to the hospital. 
that dealt with the emotional wellness of the patient. Our emotions are the easiest thing to sweep under the carpet in the midst of busy. I don't have time to feel that. I don't have time to do that. I would love to do that, but I can't. I just got to get through today. But if that's what you're saying today, then you're going to be saying that tomorrow. Living longer. When we live longer, there is a reason. There is something inside of us that we learned how to work with. And that is our emotions. That is the bottom line of all of the work I'm doing and have been doing and most likely will do until I'm done here. But being more generous, you can't even begin to imagine the deep breath that you can take when you are generous with your time, when you just give direction to what you need. Being more resilient as a couple, being more popular to each other, being in a better mood where it doesn't have to be like, oh, that was a happy day as though it were an anomaly. The anomaly should be, wow, that was a, that was a tough day. Because even in the midst of everything, we have that choice to be grateful. You guys, I will see you tomorrow. It is going to be Thanksgiving, but we're still doing Dream Team Thursday. I will see you in the morning, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.